This episode falls under the category of investigator stories. And in the wake of the recent death of Ponzi schemer Bernie Madoff, it's important to look back at the Madoff case and the Scott Rothstein case in South Florida to observe the successes of asset recovery for the victims. In both the Madoff case and the mini Madoff case, known as the Scott Rothstein Ponzi scheme in South Florida, the vast majority of victims received close to 100% of their lost investments back to them. Now, some of these recoveries took time, and some of them um, may have been extended beyond the point of them losing potential investment opportunities on the money. For example, if you put in $100,000 and the Ponzi scheme blew up and it took you six years to get it back, you may have lost the investment opportunity on that 100000 but at least you did not lose your principal. And here's how many of these cases get back 100% of lost assets, even when the Ponzi schemer has spent, squandered, wasted some of the money. It comes from what's called third-party clawback. And in the case of Scott Rothstein, for example, uh, there was a bank that opened accounts for Scott Rothstein to place money deposits into that were received from investors and victims. And when these accounts were opened, in some cases, the bank did not get the proper document signed by the account holder. There's some bureaucratic administrative documents that need to be signed for every new account. And the bank overlooked them or maybe turned a blind eye because it was an important depositor. And this depositor may have had hundreds of millions of dollars in various accounts, so they may have just to be convenient not required the depositor, Scott Rothstein, or his corporations to fill out every possible little form that had to be done. But what that allowed the trustee of the prosecution to do is go back to that bank after this Ponzi scheme blew up and say, look, you did not get the proper document signed, so you inadvertently enabled the fraud you extended the fraud you allowed this fraud to go longer than it did and to affect more people so therefore we're claiming that you have liability for this ponzi scheme and this same strategy and logic applied to some insurance companies some sales organizations that help promote these even a jewelry store that sold scott rostin some watches was required to return some of the money that was paid because in this case they said look you knew this was a scam you knew this guy was no good and you still took the money knowing that it was coming from victims so you owe the money back and this jewelry store operator didn't even get back the watches and the jewelry much of the same happened in the bernie madoff case there were sales organizations insurance companies, sometimes even other investment agencies or investment groups that pooled the money together, that went out to smaller investors to collect up maybe hundreds of thousands at a time 
to put together to invest in the Madoff um, Ponzi scheme. And these pooling companies or these sales organizations were paid fees to funnel the money to the Madoff scam. Now, many of them didn't know that it was a fraud. Almost all of them presumably did not know that it was a scam. They just knew that it was a good return. Their clients were making money. They were making money. But because they had a fiduciary agreement to their investors, they were claimed to be third-party enablers and were forced to disgorge some of that money. In many cases, these third parties also have insurance policies, errors and emissions insurance, professional liability insurance. And when a claim is made to a professional organization or a professional partnership, the first thing that that organization normally would do is to notify their insurance company that, hey, look, we have this potential claim. In many cases, the insurance company will take one look at it and say, look, we'll pay policy limit to make this case go away. They don't nickel and dime or split hairs over the liability. And this is how many investors get back money on Ponzi schemes or other types of frauds. On big cases like Bernie Madoff or Scott Rothstein, even small cases that are Ponzi schemes where maybe an accountant did not do the right due diligence on a financial statement or a bookkeeper improperly did a P&L or um, an account statement reconciliation. If a third party does sloppy administrative paperwork or cuts corners or doesn't do their job fully, even though they may not intentionally be part of a fraud, in many cases, their activities can be brought in as a third-party enabler or extending the fraud and something that good attorneys will do with investigators to find these third parties to bring them in to fill in the recovery gaps because most of these scammers spend a great deal of the money you know scott rothstein perfect example spent hundreds of thousands if not millions on dinners and vacations that money's gone Right? If they buy a yacht, maybe you can sell the yacht, get some money back. If they buy a Ferrari, maybe you can sell the Ferrari, get some money back. But you also have expenses for the trustee. The trustee in the Bernie Madoff case um, has spent close to a billion dollars in fees, 800 some odd million dollars at last count. So you, in, in addition to getting the money back, you also have to cover those fees. So that's where third-party liability comes into play. At last count, I believe Bernie Madoff uh, Ponzi scheme took $20 billion from investors. And I believe right now they're up to 15 or 16 billion that's recovered. And they expect to get all of it back over time. Uh, some of it's returns from excess distributions to investors. Um, but the moral of the story is in in the wake of the death uh, recently of Bernie Madoff is Ponzi scheme asset recovery or fraud asset recovery can be supercharged or turbocharged by using the philosophy of bringing third party enablers into the liability to cover gaps or losses in assets that are recover uh, recoverable from the principal fraudster, because usually some of that money's gone or maybe all of it's gone.
third parties are what fills in the gaps and gets victims their money back and a good asset recovery investigation combined with an excellent legal strategy will maximize the potential for the recovery of those funds for victims.